0: This is Venus with the Distant Cousins Podcast. The Distant Cousins Podcast is recorded using Anchor. Tune in as Tay, Wando, and myself unpack family trauma and try to determine the root cause. Distant Cousins is available on Spotify and Anchor. Mike check complete. Tweet, tweet. Mental, health Mental health check in health progress. progress. You are now tuned in to Distant
1: Cousins Podcast. You have made it. We are here, distant cousins podcast, the family tree. Here again, Wando joining me. Venus also joining us. Tay, my little, my little cousin, my younger cousin. She ain't little. We ended our last show, our last episode, speaking on people in our lives who. We want to show appreciation to people that have been there for us. People that have made sacrifices for us. Some we didn't even know they did. For this one, I'll say I want to give a little bit of that same type of love and energy to myself, to ourselves, as we all should. Because we tend to go into certain situations whether we're the, the oldest in our in our cousin or we may be a big uncle or auntie, and we're looked at to be a certain type of way. People look to us for guidance. People expect us to be successful. They expect us to say the right things, to say the prayer, say the grace, um, have the nice house that everyone wants to go to and meet at set up all the plans to go hang out somewhere because they know you're gonna go you're gonna set the right thing up. But at times that gets exhausting. We we get almost tired of being that person and and you, you may not have even planned for things to be that way. I know for myself I I didn't always say, Hey, a family of four would be my life in my in my mid thirties. However, as life happened, that seemed that just made you know everything that happened in my life just aligned that way, and that's not to say that I regret anything. I really don't. However, certain events happened in life where I had to make certain decisions. I had to make certain moves, and thankfully they worked out. But it wasn't it wasn't always easy. It wasn't always um, the appropriate move to make. To some people, I'm viewed as one way. You, you always see the good in me. You always see the things that make you like me and who I am. Another person, when I was in another type of mode and another type of state of mind, I wasn't a good person. And, and I'll and I say this several times. It's a bit of feeling bad about some certain things I did. Not necessarily regret, but Sometimes I can say, wow, like I, I, I've made some things turn around in my life. So thankfully I made it out of that. So I want to just really touch on certain sacrifices we made to be who we are, for people to see us for who we are and what we've done and what we've accomplished. And certain sacrifices we're making now to, to, to help other people out. Our lives, yeah, but what you do really affects other people. And, and also what you don't do affects other people so i definitely want to touch on that real quick so if my ladies can help me out i'll be glad to hear from you
0: My well, first immediate thought when you uh started talking was about the um people's expectations of you and the reason why it kind of um i guess like struck me is because i used to have that um same, I guess, like feeling or thought process, but no one actually was telling me that they were expecting me to do certain things. I just somehow just assumed that, you know, I basically was thinking for them and putting my own what I wanted for myself on them when no one actually has said that. So like all we the goals and that, stuff that I had set were goals that I set. No one else was setting goals for me in my life. And so when they got off track, you know, like I'm feeling like they're disappointed in me or they're expecting me to do something, but they're only following up on what I told them, not even saying that I should be doing this or that, because for the most part, and a lot of things that I do, like now I see at the time I didn't when I was a lot younger, um, you know, people are just really standing back, like looking like, you know, how is she even doing this? Where for me, I feel like I'm like drowning, like not getting anything done Um, but other people outside looking in were actually seeing something completely different and now you know almost 20 years later I could see that but at the time it was just like I'm a complete failure and I'm I'm you know 18 years old yeah
1: (laughs) for real
2: um additionally it's kind of like when we talked to talked about limits versus you know the limits that other people put on us um we previously talked about it in another episode so it's still I guess this goes hand in hand me personally I guess I I I understand what Venus means like in being in the midst of foolishness and having everybody else think your your, your shit is all gravy baby it's really annoying it's, it's 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 probably the one of the most annoying things I've ever had to deal with in adulthood because it's almost like Instead of a
1: lot. Adulthood can be a bitch.
2: <laughs> adulthood is probably the most ghetto hood ghetto hood I've oh. ever lived in. I do not recommend this hood. One star <laughs> would not recommend. Um yeah. but I but what that's one thing I think a lot of us when we get to adulthood, we start almost comparing our situations so much. Yep. Like yeah from childhood, like, you are taught when they ask you, what do you want to do when you be grow up? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? There's so many follow-up questions.
1: <laughs> and I just be like, like, you're asking you, a
2: five-year-old what, what why do you does he want you? to be a doctor? Yeah, because he saw you... it on TV. Mm-hmm. It looked nice. It looked really pretty. Now, obviously, like, those things are allowed to change. Or at least I feel like they're allowed to change, but sometimes I feel like at a point they locked us into certain ideas because they were like, nope, stick to that. Like that will work for you. And it's almost like after that, we almost put certain limits on ourselves where it's like it, it's not until we get to the point where we realize we don't even need these limits. So it's now more like sacrifice. And now we're in a poison, just like, is it really sacrifice or are we just letting go of a lot of limits? No, that we need? Do.
0: Um, so I know like the people who are like if they're especially once you get older um and you've been doing something for a while, it's just like, you know why are you deciding to do that? Or, um, you know, and I don't think it matters like how old you are. If you are, you know, 25, 35, 85, 65, if you're ready to take a switch to something, that's on you. And so you shouldn't like make someone feel like locked into something. And so um, I see that a lot with people who are really just finding themselves or discovering themselves or what they want to do at, you know, 50 or 60 years old. Um, And I don't say finding themselves, I I guess I can completely agree with it because I'm at my age really just uh, locking it in on that. So, you know, for somebody who maybe had their kids later in life um, and their kids are now, you know, just living out of the house at 50 or 60, it might be time for something different because definitely at certain times in your life, certain things are good though.
1: Fifty or sixty? It's it's so much. It's so close, but it's <laughs> it feels so far away. It doesn't moment. feel far away at all to me. Yeah, that's that's deep. That you feel. That's that way. beautiful. Yeah. I
2: was like, I think that's really nice. Meanwhile, I, thought, I think it's almost a, just hundred years away. Like it ain't thirty. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I ain't pushing. <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like where I am now. Like I really feel like I could have gotten so much more done. And so look at how much time has passed and where you are. And so that's literally like half, I'm halfway to 70 right now. (laughs) And, you know, so at this point, at this half, this is all I got done. Yeah, I was a child for a portion of that, but still that time has went by very, very quickly. And so I'm still immature or still a child in my adulthood. Um, I'm just now reaching like that understanding of in adulthood. So now this is like my peak basically. So this is it.
1: (laughs) So do you look at it on a scale of, okay, we, we think about age, For the most part, especially growing up in the US, we're learning, okay, around 17, 18, 19, you're out the house or whatever. But those years before that, your parents are supposed to cover things for you, take care of you. Globally, that's not always the case. Some kids, I mean, even in the States too, you're taught to like at 14, 15, some people are taking care of their brothers and sisters, they're taking care of the house. So they may have feel like they are grown already, where like you said you you are still a quote unquote child in your adulthood and see myself though like i'm on my second career so that 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 part of it might make me feel like i'm young and whatever i'm doing but so much has happened in these last couple years so now it's it's almost like rolling me back though i am getting older yeah i'm getting older i know that but it's so much my my kids are growing up too so before i was just kind of living for me and i was tearing it up I, I, so I thought in my 20s when I hit my 30s it kind of stopped for me so I'm like oh I get this reset because my kid's young now for you you, you had your kids young too so that that could be a, a big uh that could attribute to you feeling like you had to grow up so much faster so that could I just you know you can expound on that but I think that plays some sort of a role to it
0: um, I think it's just in perspective I don't feel like I mean I can't speak on So I don't feel like I grew up any faster or anything like that. Um, I feel like before, I don't think if I hadn't been mature enough that my situation would have been the way that it was. So I could have definitely fell into a different cycle of life if I wasn't already mature before being a parent. So I don't feel like that, that factor in, but what I will say is just like the experience. So like kind of seeing where, honestly, people my age, friends of mine, or, you know, colleagues, coworkers, we're the same age, but in terms of what I value or see as success, I'm actually with them or ahead of them, so that's not not really the, the case, but in terms of, like, career and stuff, I would say definitely being a parent, like, restricted that just because, you know, if you're wanting to be there and be present, a lot of internships and stuff, you're just going to take a lot of time away from your, from your family, so in that sense, maybe, but also i think you know just in growing up and just living life you just kind of see that like time is more more valuable than this ideal of what people say is a great career or whatever like the value of that the salary isn't really worth your time
1: <laughs> just and i could depend on like you said perspective is everything i i, I put everything on perspective even us sitting here right now, our viewpoints are going to be completely different. Some people may see it as skewed. Some people may say, "Well, you did do this already." So, but I, I don't. Um, I, now, I definitely um, look at my upbringing and say, "I grew up faster than I needed to." That's part of what I mean, like the sacrifice. Because some things, you, for instance, this is an example I give. If my, I knew my mom's like her financial situation. But most kids they don't know it they don't know that your mom really not just not taking you to McDonald's because she just want, don't want to stop she really don't have it you know <laughs> or you know maybe your dad or whoever in your family who's watching over you, a guardian they don't have it or they did have it but you don't know other issues that went on in their lives where some kids had to grow up learning and knowing hey I got to work the third shift I need you to watch your brothers and sisters even though you're only 10 12 15 you're a kid too but you have to grow up and so that's what i mean and i speak about certain sacrifices you had to make and most people don't know they don't know when you go from school that next day how tired you are how much you had to endure to get to that point so when you do hit those later ages if if you were able to escape that great but a lot many people don't they never got to escape and actually get to live and enjoy themselves whether they be young parents or parents taking care of their parents or their grandparents, because of uh, choices other people have made, and and, and it's, it's in spite of how smart they are and how much they've overcome, you don't know what they're dealing with. You don't know what they they look like that strong person. Like, like people say, if they check on your strong friends. They may look like they really got it good, but up here, up in the mental, they're screwed. Like they feel old because <laughs> they didn't had to do the adult stuff that most people their ages haven't they like i haven't done that I, I, I would never have to do that because other people took care of their business for me go ahead T- i see you. no
2: no i was like, listening no because i told you i mean as you said it everybody's perspective is different Mine's is completely different and all of us and i think that's what makes it so great that all of us have had different backgrounds but when we talk about sacrifices i think about the sacrifices that that i've made to get to this point and A lot of my sacrifices didn't start until I got out on my own, and I think one of the biggest. And then I was like, I don't know.
1: Uh, which is which is more recent than?
2: Guess, yeah, and that's and that. And that was like I don't. I, there's a lot of people who are in positions like me who didn't necessarily get pushed out in their teens. You know what I mean? And my viewpoint: if I ever felt to have kids, you are my responsibility until you're out of my house. Like I get. Like, the whole idea of, you know, after a certain age, like, they got to go. Like, that's that's cool. But if you don't think your kid has that response, like, is that responsible to be out there? Feel free to, you know, like, then make sure you've given them the tools to do so. Like, but understand they're not just there that's big. because they don't have, the, the because they want to be there. They don't have the tools. So it's almost like you have to do it's like I, as parents, I genuinely think there needs to be a little more self-reflection when looking at kids who's or adults who stay at home yeah. a lot longer um than most. No, we're not lazy. No, we're you know, most of us are in school, you know what I mean? Most of us have jobs, cars and all that, but it's almost like no one considers the factors that we had to go through or we have to go through. Like, cost of living goes up they're expecting us to have more than one degree for most jobs you know what I mean and unfortunately fortunately and unfortunately most of us have had parents who have been in similar situations and most of us have been had a lot of parents who have not been in our situations at all so they don't know what it's like to have to have a full course in a full class of schedules you know classes of courses and still have to, you know, have a full-time job, maintain a social life so you don't lose your mind. You know, most of us have card notes and most of us had other bills. Like we were like, we're still figuring that out. And I'm only going to talk for myself. Like I didn't have the necessarily tools and not to say my, you know, my, my mom didn't prepare me properly but she didn't prepare me properly where it was like she would have expected me to be out by a certain age. You know what I mean? It's just like, I wasn't ready. I didn't I don't know what I still got here and I was like I still don't know what the hell I'm doing
0: oh yeah but then- um, <laughs> listening to Tay like I was literally in that same situation but on my own and so that's what I'm saying like every situation is so unique and so like the fact you make sacrifices like in you know different areas of your life but literally um and I would have friends who were in similar situations the only difference was they weren't living with their parents but their parents were paying Maybe like their rent or they're for paying for the car or they bought their car for them. So like for me, like I'm paying for oh, everything, the childcare, the car note, the, the rent, you know, and to this day, I have old pay stubs like to keep me like real, like, how did you even like do this? Because the daycare was like over a thousand dollars a month that's more than the rent like it didn't even add enough but you know just like you make that stuff work uh
2: we make sacrifices for the things we want and that's oh, what i'm God. saying like sometimes you didn't they didn't give us the urge to want it enough you know what i mean like is you really sacrifice for the things you want and the things that's you want exactly. to
0: keep up For me, like children, you ain't never had it
2: or had to necessarily need to value it because you had somebody taking care of it already. You can't be mad at me that I'm unprepared. Mm -hmm. You also can't be mad at me that if I mess up because I will mess up. Like that's the thing. I will mess up. up. I'm still messing up, but it's just like, don't be mad or don't be surprised or don't make it seem like I'm inadequate because of it. Like, no, I had to make some, this biggest sacrifice that I had to make was actually knowing like that I have to break this off. Like I gotta go. And then I didn't just do it and just move out. I moved to a whole nother state, flipped the coin to figure out where I was going. Like mm-hmm. started like really making moves. Cause I was like, all right, this is it's almost like, shoot. I think for most of us that year of COVID was like the, our year of sacrifices. And most of us sacrifice those sacrifice those really hard limits that we put on ourselves. And we realize one life's too short The world not going to work the same. It's changing literally every day. And we got to adapt with it. Like some of the stuff that some of our old ways of thinking and some of our old ways of dealing with stuff is just not going to work. So I guess most of us have to sacrifice our pride, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sacrifice a lot of our time that we would want to put other places because obviously time is precious, but it's just like, I'm also a big person. It's like, don't limit yourself with time. Like, take your damn time if you need to take your time. Like, if you if you know you're not ready yet, still do actively do the work, but also don't put yourself on like, oh, I need to figure this out in two years. No, if you know you can't do that, don't push yourself because you're going to drive yourself crazy. That's but true. do it responsibly, you know what I'm saying? Like, responsibly, you know, cut off certain things and sacrifice certain things because you know, obviously, at the end of the day, there's a bigger goal that you want to reach. Great.
1: And that's it. Yo, so that that was basically where I wanted wanted us to go with that one. I didn't expect it to stay in one lane. Cause we don't. We just. We don't operate like that. We have three different perspectives, and three different areas of life. You have two females, one male, and even right now speaking on it, we can only give you so much. So. Take this information and, and use it to your own knowledge. There be, there may be someone that can't, that did not see things that way. Like wow, like that, that is true. I did have to make that that move, and this, that's all this is for. That's all this open dialogue is about. And I hope that in time we learn to give ourselves some of that time to reflect. And we get it. Life is short things do happen quickly, and we may not have the time we think we do. Live every day like it's your last cool, but also you know, understand and uh, be aware that even if you're prepared, what about that person you're helping out? So, and, it, and it's not to tell anybody how to be a parent or anything, but there's certain things my, I teach my kids just in case. Just learn how to wash your own clothes or learn how to make your own bed because maybe maybe I go out here and something happens, and you get sent to someone, and they don't know you like I know you. They don't know how to parent you like I'm, I'm going to parent you. And they may be expecting certain things out of you. We, can, we, can all, we all have the same grandmother and different grandmothers, but there's certain little qualities about my kids. I know my grandma couldn't stand, but I showed them i know to say yes ma'am and no ma'am i don't teach my kids to say yes ma'am and no ma'am because they don't have to say it ever where we we live i don't expect them to they say it out of respect but they don't have to so i will i will step in place for them and say you know what my kids you know grandma whoever that's just how they learn so just and kudos to you for that kudos to you yeah I, i just i mean i got that from your mom
2: as the child
1: that was traumatized, kudos to you. <laughs> Absolutely. My, mom, I remember the first time, and me and, me and Tay have like a seven-year gap. I'm, I'm I'm, an older kid, but she comes in, she like, yes, with the Maryland accent, yes. I looked at her, like, girl, you better sit. You better put a man behind that. <laughs> Say it right. And my grandmother was like, you can see her blood pressure rising. Because that's just, you know, I'm thinking I'm looking out her mom was like you know my aunt looks like i i I didn't i don't make her say that i don't know what what the what it you know what the root cause of that was
2: it was because i she my mom wanted to break me out of saying yeah you know what i'm saying she was more concerned with making sure i said yes and, and said it in a polite way the tone that i would take with people she was more concerned about my tone and what i was saying more than actually tagging Something on the end for the benefit of somebody else. Like that, ma'am, was only because of you. You wanted me to show respect to you. I still can respect you. I. It's more respect on me to, well, my mom called my name and she says, "Hey," and I say, "Yeah." yeah whoa, yeah. <laughs> like whoa, <laughs> like They're I
1: don't know if else. anybody else felt that, but That's that it, it hit
2: seven. different
1: southern household it's almost
2: like i can feel the backhand coming down the hall so it was more of like she wanted to make sure i said yes yes or if you if i needed something actually if she called me my her main thing was to make sure i went to her and said yes to mm-hmm. show that i was present and more of like my respect for you is showing that i'm present when you call me and i responded in a way that still shows you that i'm attentive
1: sure but
2: sure. She was like, I'm not make, I'm not gonna throw make her say, ma'am on or sir on the end of that, because sometimes she was like, some of these people don't don't deserve that that yeah. level of respect to be honest. So I'm, but I'm not gonna try to make my kid pick and choose that, you know. She was still like, yeah, have your own relationship with them, you can kind of choose that later. But in the meantime, keep, you know, still come to when somebody calls your name, say yes, no, no, thank you, yes, please, thank you. Like those were the main things, and I was just like man, you're going to have to just take this L on this one. <laughs> like, it wasn't until I got older that I did start saying yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. But for a while, she was just going to have to take, eat that.
1: Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Venus. Well, as we come to our little... Our, we start branching off. I thought you had something to add on to. Oh, sweet. Well, hey. We are uh, definitely got some things out there, at least for myself, I, f- I feel a little better about it, not being the only one, because I, I do feel I've is- isolated myself at times, overly being me, because it's, it's very hard to get out of something. The example was yeah, saying MAMS and everything else, but you know, showing up, you want to be at every event because people expect you to be there, or making sure you answer the phone call every time because if you don't answer the call, you're ignoring us. If you don't come by here and check, you know, that's again, sacrifices that you may not even, another person may see as normal, but like, again, because it's you, because of your position in the family, you feel like you have to be there and be there for X, Y, Z person. that is tiring. It can be very exhausting. And, um, it's some some sometimes i I'll continue some things I will continue to do just because I feel the obligations there so especially um and I'll talk about it later with my grandfather passing father passing and me being with well, the oldest with our family name that's left now so you do I do feel that obligation somewhere however there's just certain things I'm just not willing to do and have my own family and it's just like ah eh, I'm not gonna make that <laughs> I can't be that anymore I can't be that for you i definitely us. think
2: we should tap on that one day though because no, the people who uh, have passed on but you mm-hmm. know a lot of their things stick with us that'd be pretty dope yeah, mm-hmm. we'll,
1: we'll get to that so um, in conclusion i definitely thank you ladies for listening for adding in everything your perspective and your input um we're looking forward to deeper conversations we're looking forward to to I uh, I feel like we're laughing a little more. We get a little more jovial, a little more loose. So I think the first few episodes or so were a bit stiff, a bit too uh, a little bit too much dialogue. But the conversation is is definitely coming along.
2: Yeah, we I promise you, we laugh a lot more together than, yeah, than yeah. <laughs> what y'all hear. Yeah. And it is nice to laugh with y'all a lot more. So we're gonna try to definitely keep that coming.
1: Up again, thanks to the listeners. We're gonna try to keep the content coming, keep y'all encouraged as well. I know podcasts coming down a dime a dozen. People, every seem, seemingly everyone has one or some kind of blog or a page or some sort of way to get your attention away from whatever you scrolling down. But this is our thing, our thing. We're gonna do this regardless, we're gonna keep bringing it as much as we can eventually maybe next year or so we'll, we'll, we'll get a we'll get a, a guest a guest speaker in here somewhere but if not you got these three so hey, this is this is what we got man i appreciate the gang gang, gang.
2: Not. it's always nice to get with love y'all love y'all love
0: hope y'all and have a
1: great tree. week oh definitely got to you know, I'm going to move. So, something else we'll add on to later. But yeah, Distant Cousins signing off the family tree. Much love. Peace to everyone. Stay safe out there. And we out.